The Working Artist Project is brought to you by Second Line Arts Collective. Learn how you can support at secondlinearts.org. We're creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time, captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Working Artist Project. And uh, we'd like to welcome the, the fearless and wonderful, fantabulous, Mr. Darian Douglas. Oh man, Greg, welcome back, bro. It's been, it's been a minute and uh, we had all of the technical difficulties and, and I have a feeling we're still having them, but we hear y'all for the people who can see and hear us. Welcome to The Working Artist Project. Project. And Greg, you know, it's good to see you, bro. It's good to see you. It's It's been almost a whole two days since I've seen you online. <laughs> and uh, I, I, great to see you again. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, before we jump right into it, because we run a little behind, I, I do want to encourage everybody to go sign up for our mailing list. And, uh, you know, Greg and I will send a little note to you guys, at least. We, we try to hit it once a week. You know, we, we miss sometimes, but we're going to, send a trillion, quadrillion dollar idea, let you guys know what's happening with Second Line Arts Collective. And uh, yeah, so keep keep the vibes alive. How about that, Greg? I think I think that's a fantastic thing. Yeah, please go and sign up for the newsletter. And yeah, again, you know, Darren and I, we're always trying to uh, pass along some little tad bits of information that we've learned along the way and also keep everyone updated with what's going on with Second Line Arts. So yeah, please, please go ahead and follow us on that. Yeah. So... Tonight, we have the one and only Mr. Brent Burkhead, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. We played music together now for, man, for, I don't know, five, six, seven years. I can't even remember exactly how long, but, uh, you know, it's it's with with a great pleasure that we're going to bring him in. But before we do, I definitely want to let y'all know some people who he's played with, and and y'all can get the vibe from from these names. He's played with everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Lauren Hill, Nas. Eric Bennett, Larry Graham, George Duke, me, you know? So, like, <laughs> had to put myself on that list, bro. <laughs> but Brent Performed is... Performed with Lauren Hill and Darian Douglas. That's, that's what else right. you need to know. <laughs> that's right. Brent is a true master of, of his instrument, and he's also a dope person. And with that, I want to welcome the one and only Brent Burkhead. Brent, you there? What's up, man? What up, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's going, going on? on? Oh man, man I'm good, man. Good. I'm I'm good. I'm I feel, I mean I feel good all the way around. You know, I feel like a different person though. In this last year, like a very, very different person. You know? Oh, how so? I d I don't know. I I feel like um things became much clearer for me. The decisions that I have to make became much clearer, you know what I mean? Because it was more of a sense of sense of urgency. Um, I think all the, all around the board, you know, that, that sense of urgency makes you make decisions, um, that, uh, that you may have been lofty about, you know, for one, I moved to, back to Baltimore, you know what I mean? And bought a house. That's a bit like for me and my wife, that was a, that was a huge move, you know what I mean? After eight years, um, in New York. Um, so that, that was, that was something not being able to, to play music live. And how are we transitioning into that um, into the, to the online world, and how it's going to continue to to survive? Of course, after what in a, in the period after the pandemic, like we are right now, because this this isn't going anywhere, you know. And how am I going to present myself and all that other stuff? So that's how yeah. I, I just feel like everything has changed for me, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's funny because in the the couple, you know, I guess down here in New Orleans, things are kind of opening up. So I've been running into cats and and frequently find myself having these conversations with uh, many musicians. And I guess it's a kind of a blessing to how often do we get this chance to just take a year off and right. reflect and, and kind of, um, you know, learn things and then go back out into the world with a, a whole new perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. So why, why did you end up um, dipping out of New York? What, what was the reasoning behind that? Cause I feel like, you know, traditionally so many People cats are going to New York. Yeah, I mean, people in the building were dying, ambulances up and down the street, crazy. Um, my wife was like, we're not, she, like the first week that they did, that they started closing down countries, she went back um, to, to Virginia. 
Jesus. And I was I was in Paris at the time. We were supposed to be there for a month. And we were there for like two or three days. And then we saw on the news that they were shutting down um, France, period. So, of course, there was like there was like a like a five hour panic period where it was like, how are we going to get home? Am I going to be here for for a month? You know what I mean? How, how am I going to get back? But it ended up going smoothly. We came, I, we came back and then I was like, it's going to be good. It's only going to be two weeks, babe. You know what I mean? Um, and then I realized it was, this was going to be, this was going to be um, here for a while. So took the bus, went back down to Baltimore. And while we were, while we were down there, um, you know, of course, interest rates started getting lower. I was there for, a, I was in Baltimore for a second. So, um, it just it just gave me some some air or some space outside of the city um, to think about what uh, what we needed and what we were going to do to grow. And we talked about a couple of cities, you know what I mean? Because it became apparent that proximity isn't as important in this world. You know what I mean? Proximity mm-hmm. is not the most important thing. You know, it's not how you keep in contact with people the most nowadays. You know what I mean? You have all of these options that you can get out to the world. So proximity isn't as important as it used to be in the old world. You know what I mean? Uh, at least to, to me and, and to me and my wife, how we were thinking, you know, because her job is 100% remote. You know, that's a, it's a new world. So we need a space to work. If I was to get a brownstone in um, New York, I'd be paying $4 million. You know what <laughs> I mean? But if I get a brownstone in Baltimore, I have enough space um, to work. Uh, I can live comfortably. You know what I mean? I can, I can get, I can get things done. You know what I mean? And I can have a nice place to come to if I'm on the road. I come back and be like, yeah, I want to come home. Like there was, there were times when I would be going, I was like, man, I can't wait to stay in stay in a nice hotel. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, you go out and it's like, this, this, this hotel is, is, is killing my apartment right now. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Bro. So have, having a comfortable space to create in is also, from, to me is, is, uh, is an important factor. And what all of the habits that I've, that I've started to form over the pandemic um, or refine the habits you know, have been helpful in making me and making this decision and being okay with the decision, and 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 knowing that um, wherever I am, um, I have to I have to do my best to bring what I've learned over the years and to be able to take information from from the older um, generation so that I can then turn around and give that to the younger generation, even when even just just in life, but. And music, especially because there's young generations in every major city, you know what I mean, of musicians. Um, So, you know, train one up, I'll send them up and tell them to come back down. You know what I mean? (laughs) When they, when, when they feel that they've, they've gotten to that place where um, I'm comfortable with who I am as a musician. And I think that's, that's a, that, that part takes a while. It, It can take a while. Some people come straight from the source right away. You know what I mean? And they, and they're just comfortable in that, you know? Um, I think, I think some of it is just, it takes time to, um, you know, to, 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 to be able to hear yourself or be able to see yourself, to have some self-reflection because that's a hard, that's a tough part, you know? Yeah. Um, what I did like about New York though, is this, is that it was so competitive and so on 100 all the time that you just can't be off. Or you feel like you can't be off, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's an energy in that, and and when you're when you're participating in that energy, it's you know, it's it's an exciting experience, and you also get to play with the best peers in the world. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 a special thing. And every city has those spe- those pockets of special musicians. You know what I mean? Um, New York just has a bunch of them all at the same time. You know what I mean? And that, yeah. a bunch of different pockets. Um, so that type of breeding ground, it will, you know, help increase your skill faster, I think. And you have a, you have a, a, an older generation there too, as well, that um, has had that experiences. But what I'm also learning is that this, this older generation is also spread out all over now. You know what I mean? Once mm-hmm. they get to a, to a certain point, they're spread all over and they're going to these different colleges, they're going to these different schools and so forth. And, um, you know, training a plane in everywhere, yeah. every, every show, you know, touched on, some, on something beautiful earlier, which to me is important is quality of life. 
And right. I think that sometimes living in New York, you forget that, you know, especially if people who came to New York when they were 18, they don't even, they don't even know what that is. Like for a person like no me. There is no quality of life. This is just, this is it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, they, like you can live somewhere else and have, have a, a great life, man. Like mm. you don't have to have roommates. You don't have to live right. in a hood. Like, you know, right. and, and not not that everybody has to do that, but some people do. The vast majority no, of jazz musicians I'm, I'm do. I'm telling you, but that's not something that's really spoken about. You know what I mean? There, There is a culture of being okay with um, li living in poverty. You know what I mean? I mean, do you feel like that's fine. I feel but, like a lot of that comes from like, maybe like there's like this narrative that says something along the lines, like in order to create music, like we have to yeah. suffer or, you know, we have to be, we can't be like successful and happy and comfortable and still right. create. Do you right. think that's like the case or? I, th I think, I think so too. I think, yes, sometimes you gotta, you gotta struggle to get what you want, but that, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know in that way continuously, you know what I mean? Um, for some, for some people, the that type of situation forces discipline you know what i mean you have to be disciplined to be able to live in that situation or if you are, aren't disciplined in that situation your life can unravel you know what i mean at least that's the way that's the way it can seem because it's such a it's such a tough city in that way mm -hmm. you know what i mean so um like even when you're on a train, you know you have blinders on when you're on the train. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All the crazy stuff. You know what I mean? When, some, when somebody crazy walk by, and I use I shouldn't use the word crazy because that means a lot of different things, and I don't want to say that. But when you see something weird on the train, um, you know, you some people on the train have a culture of having blinders. So you know what I mean? That's a, a part of the culture in New York so that you're not so stimulated by everything all the time. You know what I mean? Even walking down the street. You know, I had a um, I had a friend tell me, um, Spanky, um, the great drummer from Philly. Um, he was I was we were in New York. We had a show at King's Theater, and I walked right past Spanky, right on the street. And we were playing that night together. You know what I mean? He was like, "Yo, you had that New York stroll going on. You weren't looking at nothing." You know what I mean? So it's it is like you have you have blinders sometimes in in this type of situation. Where say for instance, like. You're in New Orleans. I don't think I don't think it would be that way. You know what I mean? I, I everyone's everyone's in each other's business saying, "What's up? How you doing? <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> I saw you down at the grocery store. What's your name?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to. See, that's the you know that's the north. <laughs> I I, I kind of want to get into your music, and I'm curious, like how all of this has informed your music. You put a record out a couple years ago, right before the right. pandemic, self-titled record. Uh, Brent Burkhead and how how did the experience of living in New York and also coming from from where you come from from Baltimore inform your music? Well, I think it was the the what informed my music the most was you know it was the era that we were growing up in and what I was listening to. For instance, my parents are had me roughly around thirty, so that puts them in the seventies. You know what I mean when they were um, when they were listening to music heavy as adults. So of course I have heavy influences from the, the James Browns and the earth, wind and fires and, um, Osley brothers and, you know what I mean? P funk and all of those. Um, I also have influences of course, from, um, from my generation in the nineties, R and B and hip hop, you know what I mean? So, you know, we have, you know, outcast, we have Jay-Z, we have Nas, we have Jodeci, we have Drew Hill, we have SWV, um, and and groups like that that were real that were that were playing heavy on 92Q, um, and also I was a big fan of Michael Jackson because I grew up in the Michael Jackson era, so I was listening to um, um, more actually my one of my first tapes was Jackson Five, you know what I mean. <laughs> And I, I always like the never could say goodbye because I, I don't know, for some reason, I always liked that progression before I knew what a progression was. You know what I mean? So I, I really liked the Jackson 5 and I liked and I didn't know what it was at the moment, but it, I liked the purity of, of the sound of Michael's voice as a kid. You know what I mean? It's like it, when, when you hear, heard him sing, it could only be that. You know what I mean? It couldn't be anything else but what he sang, you know, so I also yeah. had, had some of that. Um, and of 
course, uh, my, my brother was a started playing bass in the 10th grade. So I was listening to what he was, what he was playing too. Um, and we, we were listening to a lot of Marcus Miller, Victor Wooten, um, and Stanley Clark in the, in the house too. Um, let's see what else was, was going on that inform that informs my music. Uh, or at least it formed it during that period. Um, you mentioned, I mean, I you, you mentioned so many great artists, but I, I, how did you, how did you like tie into like people like, like, uh, Michael Jackson and Nas and all those cats and how did that like speak saxophone to you? Well, I don't, I, I don't know if I identified it at that time. You know, I'm only recently identifying where some of these influences are coming from, you know what I mean? Listening back to music or, and even listening to certain chord progressions I might write and how they may have been influenced by what I heard as the kid, you know what I mean? Of those sounds that I, that I was, was drawn to as a kid. Um, but when I was, um, of course I started playing saxophone when I was 10. So automatically, you know, my, my um, I know my father got like the kind of blue album and was playing it in the car a bunch. You know what I mean? And um, my mother was, my mother like smooth jazz, so she gave me David Sanborn. You know what I mean? Um, and I and because one of the songs that we were playing in jazz band at the time was Maputo, and Maputo is by Marcus Miller, so I was hearing it from my brother's side, and I also heard it on that album um where that where that song maputo was played and that was like the song in high school with the big man that that one of the big solos that i had um when i was at milford mill um under the direction of james golf um but one thing i will say about that experience is that it allowed me to be in front of, of people and play you know which was real which was really important um uh, because it pretty much dictated what i what i'm doing right now is this it's the same thing and it gave me some confidence too you know what i mean because if you you may not have realized it but even still you can tell i'm 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 shy unless i know you you know what i mean like very very shy and um that people that didn't know me back in the day they never thought i talked at all like they was like oh brent talk they see me at a they like kid like from elementary school they be, they come up like I didn't even know you could talk, you know. What I mean? <laughs> uh, so wow, it's, it's 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 funny how things um or how I'm able to look back at time and see how things have shaped and why things have happened and all of this informs the music. Um, it was the music at that time in 2019. Now this pandemic has happened. Oh my goodness, the music is so different. You know what I mean? It speaks from a totally different place. I feel like a Care Bear right now. You know what I mean? Because the music that I'm writing is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like I think I think it's more it's it's, it's getting to the source. Well, I'm, I think I'm just learning more too. You know what I mean? And I and I'm I'm hoping that this is going to keep happening over and over and over and over again if I allow it to. And I have to say if I allow it to because it's a practice. You know what I mean? The consistency of, of um you know doing things better is a practice you know whether totally you know you don't have to you you write you can write music every day and if you if you're doing it pretty often you're going to get better at it you know what i mean if you're doing it on a consistent basis you know and and if you're not you're going to be right where you might be right where you were as you were before it's not necessarily true because you always have experiences you know, and in, in between your writing sessions, you have experiences um, which will inform your music. You play other people's music, which I like, which informs your music. You know, mm -hmm. you'll find that people that play around each other a lot, their music ten will tend to have the same type of sound. You know what I mean? Even back in the day, you know what I mean? How how certain sounds emerged because people, these were the same people that were playing together. You know what I mean? So that defined the sound of an era, you know? Right. Right. And then everything right. is imitated after that point, same mm -hmm. way we That's... imitated before. And then we just, just I think it's just in a, in a revolution. I think you know? Darren's, I think Darren's got your, your high school big band solo queued up. So <laughs> it might be out there though. They, we did, we did like a, like a school broadcast. They would, you know, they would, um, they had like the public, um, the public TV shows. You know uh, what I mean? They they have it's, I'm it's out there. Sure they have them on archive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scared to see. Oh my goodness! I I do have I do have this tune Uptown queued up. Three Uptown. I, I, uh, three Uptown. My bad. Three Uptown. Right. And I and I definitely let's play that. Let's let's let the people hear what's happening while we got them here.
It's so beautiful. It's super, super, super killing. Three Uptown by Mr. Brent Burkhead. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, so you know, you you had mentioned something a couple of times in, in the first segment, and you were talking about the source. And mm-hmm. so I was wondering if you could uh, elaborate what, what the source means to you or what the source is to you and how that informs your music and, and the experience of being a musician. Well, um, you know, I think we're always in like a battle between like spirit and ego. You know what I mean? Um, when it, like what I'm talking about is when ego is absent, you know, um, when you're not doing it to, for, for any gain to yourself, you know, um, you're doing it because this is what you have, you know what I mean? This is what's been put on you. So, you know, you, you, you give the gift, you know, freely, but not for free, but you give it freely. (laughs) And that's, and that's, and that's a real thing. Um, you know, I thought I was doing it before, um, but I've seen, I'm saying that there's just more levels. And I think coming out of a pandemic, you're more of a, so, or at least I am, I'm, I'm more so in a spirit of gratefulness. You know what I mean? And I think the people are happy, are, are grateful too to get, to get interaction and to get, get music too. Um, so we need more money. So <laughs> I'm just <laughs> see <laughs> it's real, but it's but it but it's but it's it's true. Um, you know this the mu the music that I've been writing is um some of the inspiration or a lot of it is, you know I want um both musicians and non musicians to be able to listen to it and be like I just like that, you know what I mean? I just like it, like no nothing else. You don't have to have any prior knowledge, you know, just, I like it. And, you know, I can listen to that. Um, and that's, and that's becoming, that's informed the way that I write. It's also informed the way that I, that I solo making sure that I'm clear with what I'm, with what I'm, uh, what, what I'm playing or you or letting out, you know? Um, and I think it just, that, 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 um, that willingness to, to go from, the source or, or the, or the spirit or whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Um, the place where, um, it's just for, for the love of, of doing what you do and hopefully you, you love it. Um, that's what informs this, what, what is informing this next batch of music, you know, that, um, that we're recording very soon, actually this month. Yeah. I, oh, congratulations. On yeah. That. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love that. And and I know that Greg and I, we can we can relate to that 100%. You know, that's one of the reasons we started this organization. It is only to give and, and right. it's not to receive. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, like if we get a little something from the universe for our beautiful work, then we're going to accept that. But that's not the, the cause. That's a part of your gift. That's a part yeah. of the gift. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So so I, I resonate with that. And I'm sure a lot of other people do, too. But everybody isn't as fortunate to to be in the position to do that. You know, right. people have other other things on them, you know, yeah. from life or whatever, but they can't even get to that, elevate to that place spiritually. Right. Because what right. you're talking about is a spiritual place. Right. And, and you know, how do you how do you think you ascended to that place? How did you not get caught up in what's happening around you? For instance, like you grew up in Baltimore. A lot of people from Baltimore who are black. Well, I grew, I grew up in a black suburb of Baltimore, okay. so I okay. had a, I had a mixed um, mixed experience. I had a good experience, um, primarily. You know what I mean? And I also, I mean, I, and I primarily went to African American schools or black schools. You know what I mean? So I had, um, I th- and I think that's something that's not necessarily seen. Every major city has that. You know what I mean? There's a black middle class in every major city. You know what I mean, um, and I, I'm, I've had a good experience, and I've had good good parents, and I've, from to me, I've had the perfect experience, the experience that was made for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna take advantage of of that experience, and I'm gonna make sure that I can give uh, whatever experience that I have to somebody um, that needs it, and I'll be sure to get an experience from somebody older than me that can teach me. So I can relay it, you know, and under well first internalize it and then and then relay it. 
so I had a, I had a relatively good experience, you know. Um, I let me see. I went to a performing arts middle school, which was new at that time. Um, let me think about who was. I mean, yeah, and I and we and I ended up doing like band band magnet. I was initially going to be an art magnet um, because I wanted to draw too, uh, but I picked uh, picked band. You know what I mean, and then went on to uh, Milford, where it was mostly marching band. You know what I mean, which so I had that the black college experience in high in high school. You know what I mean. So we would do the football games. We would we would do NFL games. We would we would battle with the other schools in 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 town. It was mostly actually this is, this is a good story how we beat um, City College. Um, huh? Corey Wallace <laughs> went there in the okay. first. First, our freshman year, we definitely beat um, City in the band in the in the parade, Howard University um, homecoming parade. Um, so we definitely beat City. I just want to put out on record. Um, <laughs> you say that so calm and casually, like I would never think to question what went down. <laughs> See, Brent, you got to scream it like I do and get all right. crazy. You know that. Yeah, <laughs> so we beat their ass, and right. <laughs> it is what it is. You know what I mean. So, yeah, but that's, I mean, I've, I've, I think I've always had a good, had some balance, you know, at least I think my parents have created some good balance for me and my family has created some good balance for me. Um, and also it's, you know, good mental health. I think it's also a daily practice as well, which I'm, which I'm learning more and more every day, you know, because you have, it's, it's only, you got to take care of that, you know? Yeah. And people can tell you to take care of it, but you have to you have to deal with yourself every single day. And I think that's an important that's an important part of it. I've been I've been doing sh- I mean short meditation, like maybe 10, 10 15 minutes every in the mornings. You know what I mean? I just have like a mantra that I say, and I just repeat it, and it just keeps me in in that space for a second, occupied. You know, so that's been a practice that I've been doing. During the pandemic, I've also been doing like morning walks, you know, getting up early and, and going for walks. Um, I found it helps me think clearer, you know what I mean? I can listen to some audio books, you know what I mean, and get and get my day started like that. And sometimes I like just to just go with no music because I got to deal with myself sometimes mm-hmm. um, and get some things, get some things clear. Um, and then I come back and I'll, you know, do some yoga or whatever. And this, and and I've and I've started to like my mornings again because you know when you're when you're in the city you you're out till four a.m. most of the time you're waking up at noon you know what I mean that's, that's the schedule you know a lot hey, of times hey, hey man listen Greg hey he making everybody want to move to Baltimore everybody in New York's like wait a minute bro what the hell am I doing with my life <laughs> I mean there's oh, this there's some we, bad cats that's, in that's Baltimore we weren't so. working not, not for real <laughs> yo. Uh, in getting a chance to like really hang with you and talk over this last hour or listen to you speak a lot, you know, I think like humility is a word that like kind of has popped into my my mind a couple of times. And I was wondering like how you, you seem to have like a very like calm presence and 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 I feel very calm kind of being in your <laughs> presence too. But I was wondering how how um is that always the way you've been? Have you developed that through some of your practices like you were you were talking about with like meditation and and mm-hmm. um I think the quote was dealing with yourself. But um, but like also, how how do you maintain that humility while also achieving some of the the really cool things that you've done, like playing with Lauren Hill or do you know doing some really badass stuff? Man, I don't I don't even see it as badass, but you know, <laughs> but I I think I don't know if I've I think I've always been very chill. Um, but when I was younger, I just had no idea how to really. Um, communicate what was going on, you know what I mean? Clearly, you know, um, and to be able to speak with any type of um, confidence, just because I was, I've, I've always felt like I'm figuring things out. Even still, I still feel like I'm figuring things out all the time. Um, but now I can just articulate it a bit better with age. And I think the meditation has helped, man. The meditation is just, uh, and, the, and, the, and those daily habits, for yourself, you know, you're making sure you just write down those things that you're going to do in a, in a day and be like, is this going to help me? Are these things going to help me? And if you have a full day of things that help you, you know what I mean? That's, that, I think that's pretty good. Or the majority of things that you're doing in your day are going to help you. 
I think that's a that that will if you look at it in that type of way, um, it'll make it easier to make good decisions for yourself. Even still, you're going to run into new things, new challenges. I think that's that's just life. You know what I mean? You have to have the challenges in order to grow. You know what I mean? You have to have that resistance sometimes in order to let you know um, where you need to work. I, I say the same thing when I'm talking to students about um, about their instrument. You know what I mean? When you run into an area like you're playing between C and B and it's clunky, that's an indication that you need to spend time on B and C. You know what I mean? You know what happens every single time. You can you can decide not to do anything about it. Oh yeah, that's B and C. Um, but or you can just be like, okay, I'm just gonna spend some time on it, and it's not gonna be a thing anymore. You know what I mean? I, I think the same thing when I'm in the gym too. You know, if there's there's an area of resistance, you know what I mean. If one side feels weaker than the other, then I need to do something to balance it out. You know what I mean? And that was even more apparent during quarantine because we weren't going to the gym, so I had to rely on body weight exercises. So you just, I think that even that work, working the body out brings clarity in ways, balance, because I think everything is about, about the balance and the body will tell you if you're not balancing it. It will, it will, um, it will, it will crumble. You know what I mean? You don't use it. It will, you know, and it's not supposed to be made to be, to, to be, to last a lifetime. I mean, to last, you know, Maybe it could be used 200 years. I don't know. They got, they got new technology out. I don't know. But, you know, you have there's certain things that you can do for yourself that will help you or at least will be better for you, you know? Right. So right. I think it's it's about making making the choices, you know? Yeah, I, I like that, man. You know, I think that, like, with me right now in my life, I'm trying to make sure every day I'm trending towards my goals, you know? Right. Because I think one thing the pandemic did, you know, some people in the pandemic like you were focused and you kept on track. But for me, it was a struggle because I didn't, I thrive in structure. And so like all of my structure was done. So I had to find a new structure, right. which affected my mental health. It's just everything. And I had a baby. It was just a lot to that's kind a of. Lot, that's a whole lot. I don't know <laughs> how you did it. Like for real. Yeah. For real. To kind of put back together so i'm just now finding my peace again where i'm like okay am i trending towards my goals whatever that is it's like if i got 30 minutes to fuck to play some rudiments i need to make sure in that 30 minutes i do it you know right that's kind of i'm i'm restructuring my life versus before i'm like okay yeah i got every day i can practice for four hours no problem right right you know, or goes goes to the gym where i used to have an hour and 30 minutes in the gym now i was like okay today i got 20 minutes what am do I it, I, I, but I got to do it. I have to do it. Stay so faithful to the things that you tell yourself. Dang. Yeah, man. Hmm. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's yeah, huge, that man. Is. I think, I mean, I, I definitely had, had that period in the beginning. Like you have that identity issue, you know what I mean? I was like, I can't do what I'm, what I'm doing. So who am I in this, in this context? Who am, who am I in this place? You know, I think that's a question that we all had to deal with. You know, because we didn't necessarily have that thing that we normally have, that outlet that we normally have um, to express ourselves. But I think you you lean into other areas if you can. You know, yeah, I know for a lot of people it was just it, it was just tough because you have to find what mean ways to make money, getting jobs, you know, um, finding grants. You know what I mean? Figuring out you know, getting your stuff lined up so that you can get these um, forgivable loans, you know what I mean, <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, so it's, and and learning, for me, definitely um, getting some things in order as far as, you know, retirement, you know, things that are never talked about as independent contractors, you know what I mean, life insurance and so forth. Um, and, you know, getting, getting a house is, was something that, you is 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 a brand new venture too you know um but it's a logical one right now it makes sense right now it didn't make sense so so long ago you know what i mean <laughs> but right now it makes a lot of sense you know right financially right. i mean if i can pay what i'm paying in new york or less than what i'm paying in new york and still throw money into this which which will gain equity even within five years, it'll gain equity, which will give me, which will give, um, give our situation wings. You know what I mean? 
Um, so we have we have more options at that point. At least that's how it seems. You know, yeah, more that, options. That's how we're going into it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's important too. Like, you know, like you said, it'll get, you'll grow some wings on that. And sometimes when you don't have to worry about certain things, it'll allow for more free space for the creativity to flow and, and things of that doesn't, sort. It doesn't, that's what, that's what it does. It does. I think sometimes, and my wife would tell me, she like, it seems like you, you work backwards. You know what I mean? You're struggling for no reason, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, babe, this is how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Is, you know, you know, is um, what <laughs> So I know, man, um, Brent. I know you're deep into education, and you you've been teaching at Morgan State University. Right, Morgan State. I've been teaching saxophone there since 2014 or 13. Um, I was actually passed that by your boy Tim Green. Um, so he he um went on that war, world tour, the Buble tour, and um, he knew he was going to be going for the next two years. Um, so he hit me up and uh, Man, that's beautiful. I would go down to Baltimore on Thursdays. I would take the five o'clock bus, get to Morgan at like, um, let me see, eight o'clock, teach a full day of students. And um, sometimes I would stay over and then other times I would go right back up if I had Thursday night gigs. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I mean, I had, I, had some, I had some students that needed some teaching, you know? <laughs> Which was good. <laughs> that was, I'll, say, I'll say that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was that's that's good. And I'm I'm, you know, even though things are things are slower at the colleges now. At least in my situation, this this semester I only had a couple of students at the school because I guess people don't want to go to online school. You yeah. know, As far as college, especially for fifty thousand dollars a year. Hey, you know, but also I also picked up a student at new school. And, and a couple of other students, um, you know, along along the way of the of the pandemic, and that was a thing too. How am I going to present to my students online? You mm-hmm. know, which means I need to get good quality sound. I need to get some. I need to get some lighting. I need I need a way that I can play tracks through um, my feed. I need way. I need to be making tracks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to be creating these things within Logic. Um, and creating tools that I can um, use forever. You know what I mean? Because these tools are forever. You know, this track is there. If it'll help you play your scales, it'll help you play your scales in 20 years. You know? So it's definitely learning, definitely getting into drum programming on on Logic. Because before I I would just do um, chord sketches to send out for um, rehearsals or something like that. But now doing full productions you know, in logic. Um, so that's been another aspect, you know, the, on the, on the production side and also on the recording side, because I've been doing a bunch and bunch of, um, arrangements, um, for, um, people's tracks, you know what I mean? For, for all types of woodwinds. And that's been fun discovering different sounds and figuring out different ways to mix them and, and making whole, whole arrangements, um, you know, on, online which is which has been really good and uh, and, and, a, and a skill that's been acquired over quarantine and i'm hoping to get it even better and better and better and better the more i do it more reps you know yeah yeah man we definitely can relate to that trying to figure out okay now <laughs> we're forced to teach people online how the hell are we gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know we just had a whole two-week camp and we like the day before the camp we like can we can we do this? Is this gonna be possible? <laughs> but we we, uh, we did forced it. us to we did it, but we had to think about it differently because you can't really play in a combo. So we're like, okay, what what are we what can we do? And we learned right. that from from Victor Goins. What can we do? All right, right let's do that. I like right. that. You know, no, yeah. that's that, like it, that's that's an intention. Like, mm-hmm. okay, let's not mess around. Let's get this. And get it good you know what i mean yeah that's real exactly. yeah that's real that urgency you know because you got to do it gotta yeah. do it man let's let's take a moment before we get out of here i, I want to play play this video you sent us and uh let the people get get on the other vibe the other burkhead <laughs> vibe <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> that was a fun night. And I even looking at that, I'm like, man, I'm such a different person now. You know what I mean? Even looking at that video, and I released that at the beginning of the pandemic. You know what I mean? I'm just a, I'm just very, very different now than I than it was back then. That's why I said. You know that's why I mean? for all everyone listening, document yeah. your work, whether you think it's right or whatever your feelings are. It's always cool to look back on something, you know, in retrospect and just appreciate where we've been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the human condition is, is one that we're always growing. So, so in the moment where you made that, you know. First of all, that song hard as shit to play, bro. <laughs> <laughs> play that joint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I played it, and I remember practicing. I was like, "Ah, oh, this ain't gonna be shit, man." And get on the band, so I was like, "Oh, okay, never mind. This is hard." Um, oh man. But we're that's as a human being, like, but it's hard to play. Yeah, yeah. I think like the idea of growth is 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 probably like the greatest challenge, and probably even like the meaning of life. Right. Like, you know, like you you get to the end, and then whatever happens the universe mm -hmm. is just like so did you grow or right okay Absolutely. cool go back go back <laughs> if you did it you know so so it's beautiful to hear that you you've grown past the man that you were two years ago right right a lot I of mean, people can't i don't know I, I think we grow no matter what and and just in different ways sometimes we grow in ways that just don't this that just don't um render the results that we say we want, you know what mm -hmm. I mean. So, and I'm 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 constantly guilty of that, and that's and realizing those cycles, you know what I mean, and then re reevaluating and doing something different. I think that's that's sometimes we, we, we grow to the left too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? That's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of I see I've I've known Greg for a very long time. I mean at this point, Brent, I've known you for a long time too. Right, but I've known Greg for a very long time. Right. You got the very so like, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you and Corey. So so Greg's seen me in a lot of different phases of life. So right. I, I, I definitely have grown in every direction. Right. Right, right. Depending on uh depending on which era we're talking about. <laughs> I can I can I can I'm I'm sure of that. I mean yeah definitely i think like you said is you know you look back on certain things and you realize dang i was just i was a totally different person and that's okay you know that dictate we're, we're the sum total of all of our experiences you know what i mean so have experiences <laughs> you know i'm i'm always i will always listen to a person with experiences that i don't have you know what i mean why why wouldn't i you know that's, I mean, unless they're gonna bring me harm, but still, I'm gonna listen to I'm gonna listen to somebody's perspective, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, man. Look, man, we coming up on the end here, Brent. But oh, before yeah, we go, before we go, <laughs> I want to uh, give you an opportunity to let the people know where they can connect with you, where they can go buy all of your your merchandise, your headbands. You know, I'm sure you got a headband or a head yeah, the headband line is going in. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't a bad idea though see, yeah. <laughs> well um you can go to brentburkhead.com and that last name is b-i-r-c-k-h-e-d also on all your social media it is at brent burkhead and that last name again is b-i-r-c-k-h-e-a-d you can go to spotify apple music or anywhere that you buy music but i'd like you to go to Bandcamp and you know you know Throw, throw some bread there too um to show support for the album and we also have a bunch of videos and um and, and and resources online as well music videos on youtube as well um which you can link to from the website brentburkhead.com um and we want you to come along because um there's a lot of the good things coming up and i'm excited about what's the things that that are about to happen you know what i mean the things that i've that, that I've, I've imagined in my mind and now trying to bring into fruition. Um, I'm, and I want you to come along on the ride. So, Hey, do you have a, a, a date that you're going to release this record? It's going to be next I year? I don't have the year? date. Okay. I have a time of year. Um, we'd like to release it in prep around February of the new year. Um, that's, that's the goal. I mean, we can do it. So. All right, so y'all check it out. So, uh, in the meantime, while you're waiting for the next masterpiece to to fly off 
of uh, Brent's saxophone. You can go check out his band camp. That's the most important place to buy music from any artist, especially Brent. And uh, mine too. Go to my band camp after you go to his uh-huh. band camp and, and spend spend all your money because the money goes directly to to the artist. You know, if you if you're if you're subscribing to Spotify or any of the streaming services, they get ninety nine point nine percent of the bread, and we get one cent. So go ahead and do the right thing and, and go to his website, go to to, to band camp, and uh, purchase all of the music and look out for those hand, headbands which I get 10% off of every one because right. it was my idea <laughs> get your affiliate link we got we got you short that's right <laughs> and, and look Brent follow Brent on social media because he's always on there posting and doing oh, a bunch yeah. of live streams on, and things like on that on Tuesdays so I do something always... called Tunes on a Tuesday where I go live I play some of the new music you know what I mean things that I'm working on maybe something that may never be released it could be released and we have a good time on there at 1pm on Tuesday and um you know we have a good time so go out go check us out over there also eat vegetables and drink water you know what i mean because that's what life is all about and um you know um treat people good treat yourself good because you're the first in the line of fire and if you if you can't take care of yourself it's going to be difficult to take care of anybody else in a proper manner you know what i mean um with that we you know i wish you peace love um truth loyalty and um hydration and you know good good things you know absolutely yeah yeah i mean hey y'all i just i just want to say one more thing about brent before we go because this is absolutely true brent had and greg i don't know if you knew this but brent has a personal photographer that follows him around everywhere dog and so if you go to his page he got a new hd photo up every day of him like here's brent drinking water <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this isn't true but i'm, I'm hiring true. i'm hiring you know i, I pay below i pay below minimum wage but i'm hiring <laughs> Good, how you doing <laughs> man th- brent look man thank you so much for coming man, on working artist project man I'm, yeah. I'm super happy to be here uh, with you and you and Greg, you know, um, building community and, uh, you know, giving people a better view of, of, of things that are going on. I think it's important and man, glad to be a part of this. This is, this is something amazing that's going to affect generations and passing down generation to generation. And I think that's, I, I, I feel that's what's, what it's all about. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, so. you know, thank you so much for joining us and, and just sharing your information, your the knowledge and just just your your presence, man, has been very powerful today. So thank you so much. Man, I appreciate y'all. My name is Darian Douglas. And I'm Gregory Ajid. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Yeah.